In this quick 10 minute podcast, we will show you what the GMC guidelines are for medical students on social media and how they apply to you. Shall we start? Yes, let's. So this is scenario one. One of the FY1 doctors that you shadowed on placement has matched with you on Tinder. You didn't reply to their messages and this has angered them to the point that they have messaged you on multiple social media platforms with messages that are lewd and hateful towards you. How would you proceed? So I think in this scenario, there's actually two pieces of the GMC guidance that applies to this. The first is regarding how you respond to online abuse and that if you're being bullied by a colleague or in this case, a senior member of staff, then you can contact the GMC through that online form or by phone or email. But there's also the guidance on your privacy settings and being aware of what those are and who is able to see or contact you through your social media. This is, of course, a really serious matter and shows a gross unprofessionalism on the part of the FY1. This would need to be reported immediately to your medical school and to the GMC. I agree with you. And as you mentioned in your opening introduction, there is support out there, especially through your medical school. I think the wider point of this scenario shows that social media can be a force for good and it can be a place for learning, but it does leave medical students exposed. Hence the importance of checking your privacy settings and making sure you protect yourself online. I'd also say documenting is really, really important here, just to make sure that you've got a record of what's happened in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that you've brought up about having a good support network around you, because I can imagine if you've been receiving those messages, that can be really scary. So definitely using your support network, your friends and your family, but also more formal networks from your university, the trust or the GMC who can all provide support for you as well. I think it's also just really unprofessional on the part of the FY1. But throughout this, the medical student needs to maintain their own professionalism, ensuring you use appropriate language and do not engage with the FY1 online in a discourteous manner, despite their own inappropriate behaviour. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know what? I hadn't even really thought about it from that perspective, but I think that's so true. Whilst this must be so horrible and it would be really hard not to respond, at this point, I think it would only escalate things. And I really would second that it would be better to just screenshot and document the messages and report it. And also, you know, on every social media site, there is also the option to block that person as well. So definitely don't hesitate about using that tool to protect yourself. So you're maintaining your professional boundaries, even though they're being unprofessional. Okay, so shall we move on to scenario two? Yeah, so let's have a look at scenario two. So I'm going to start with the guidance this time. And the GMC states that you should also make sure that you never discuss patients in a public place or on social media. And remember that once information is published on social media sites, you may not be able to control how it is used by others. And it can be difficult to remove from the internet or from the site that you originally posted on. So for the scenario, let's say that you're on placement in a small regional district general hospital. On the ward round, you meet someone living with a rare disease and decide to follow up their care. The patient recovers well, is discharged, and you wish to raise awareness for the condition by sharing the details about the case on Twitter. Is this appropriate? Now, this is a small cohort of patients in a rare disease, and you're in a small local region of the country. And what I'm hinting at here is that by publishing the case on Twitter, you're more likely to accidentally make that person identifiable. And obviously, as everyone knows, and I don't need to tell you that we absolutely shouldn't be posting any identifiable information on social media. But I think there could be a way to share this and, and raise awareness in a professional way. What do you think? I think you're absolutely right. There is a way to do this anonymously, but you've got to be rather careful. It's maybe better to talk about this rare disease in a more general sense. What are the common features? What are some investigations you'd like to request? And sort of tips and tricks for other medical students and clinicians on how they can look out for the signs of this rare disease, maybe a better way to go to protect the patient's anonymity. Absolutely. And another point 
it's very common now for us to see uh, when we're looking at, at medical education posts online, it's quite common to see images of conditions or the signs and symptoms. And this can be really a, a powerful tool for medical education, as well as in clinical practice as well. Um, but there are guidelines for how to use those images within a trust or with a specialty safely. And as a student in our role, it's just not appropriate for us to be taking images of any patients, scans or results, let alone sharing them online, which I'm sure everyone here knows about, even if they're anonymized. And if you're erring on the side of caution, I think that's a very sensible move, because if you're in any doubt about whether what you're about to post could be identifiable, I would say hold off and don't post it and protect the patient and also protect your own professional standards as well. Completely agree. Fabulous. Shall we take a look at our final scenario? Yeah, absolutely. So this last scenario, let's imagine you've come back from a terrible day at placement. The consultant was rude and extremely dismissive of you to the point that even the patients pointed out that they seemed rude. You're venting about this to your housemate back at home and they say that you should post about it on social media. How should you proceed? So in the guidance, it states that medical students should not be posting complaints about individuals at their medical school or their clinical placement providers on social media and complaints should be done through a formal procedure. Using social media to express your views is fine, but you shouldn't be behaving in a derogatory manner to other users and you shouldn't be posting any discriminatory content either. So you need to think carefully about how others, particularly patients, both present and future, might perceive your content. So I think this is quite a humorous scenario with obvious, obviously serious elements underneath. I think you'd agree that we've both had similar rough days at uh, placement, spoke about the events with our friends around the house in a private setting. The guidance, however, is clear, stating you shouldn't be posting complaints in a public manner. This does not follow good practice for medical students. However, I think a more human element to talk about is actually the effect this post may have on the consultant. If they're unaware of how their behaviour makes other people feel, this can be quite shocking for them. And it's quite a public outing of their behaviour, which I think is quite harsh. Perhaps a simple private conversation could have solved the problem or going through the proper channels through the medical school, through the NHS provider, or even talking to the GMC may have rectified the issue in a more constructive way in a private forum. I think you're exactly right. You've got to think about the fact that you're not really giving that consultant a chance to show their side of the issue and you're not really giving them the chance to to correct their behaviour in the moment by having that conversation with them. And I'm not saying that these actions are excusable. No one should be have to put up with rude behaviour on shift. But also you need to take into account that you don't know what, what is going on in someone else's world and you don't know what their perspective is. You don't know what's been happening in their wards today um, that might have affected their behaviour that day. And also going back to about the guidance and about how future or present patients might perceive your content. Think about if they saw those words and they were able to recognise that consultant from your description, how would they be able to go into clinic and, and how would they be able to maintain that nice relationship with their consultant? If they've heard those information about them, it could affect that relationship and your words might not necessarily reflect their, their role or their practice generally. And so whilst it's a very slim chance, you know, but it's something that everyone needs to take into account when they're posting about these things online. Ultimately, I don't think it's really benefiting anyone. Um, it may benefit the medical student in the moment because they've been able to vent about it online. But now that it's on social media, you've got very little control over it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think we've all had days where we need to vent about it to friends. And I know that some people do vent about those things on social media, but it is really a very great area and a very fine line before, you know, the role is reversed. So whilst 
you have complained about this person because they've been unprofessional towards you by posting about them online you're now acting unprofessional and two wrongs unfortunately don't make a right Okay, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Before you start to worry, these scenarios have all been made up. They're not based on real events, but they're made to give you a chance to think about how the guidance applies to you and how you might need to use this guidance in situations that might come up in your own life as a medical student. Thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to this episode. We hope it's been helpful. To look at the GMC guidance for medical students on social media, please follow the link that we'll put in below this episode.